Hey everyone, this is Clay with Nanobot Rock bringing you another episode of our mixtape. This week is all about time. We reminisce about Tree Fort and remain hopeful for the festival's reemergence this fall. Things get a little sci-fi-y, sci-fi-esque, sci-fi-like, as we talk about synthesizers, robots, time travel, and F-Zero. Soundtrack this week is brought to you by Zenith Volt's Supercomputer, Sun Blisters by The Natural, Queen for a Day by New Madrid, and Max Foreman's Open Eyes. This is Nanobot Rock Mixtape. It dawned on me this morning that, <laughs> shifting back to my original thought, in a in a normal world, we would be just a couple weeks away from Tree Fort, man. But that's we not would. happening. We would. And yes, this Instead, week's episode actually includes somebody that we just that we we found at Tree Fort that we we've discussed at length yeah, throughout the various gonna, episodes. It's going to come up. It's it it'll come up. It'll come. We'll, no, we'll, I will. But we'll, I, we'll talk about time that, travel. I hope we talk about time travel. It's I, basically the th- it's in, it's my entire thesis for this week. Time travel and nanobot rock. We are actually time travelers. No, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> I got to look for that one. I can't. I have nothing to follow it up with. I don't know. I was going to go somewhere with it, and then it just didn't go. But we would have been at Tree Fort in like what? A little over two weeks. A little less than two weeks. Somewhere in there. The ballpark. Ten days. Yeah, it's usually days. it's what the last weekend in March. Yeah, it's usually like the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, somewhat, some such. Yeah, so it would have been next week, really, is Somewhere what it would have been. 20s. Yep, yep, yep. Um, if only I had a calendar I could look at and I could tell you what that actual date was. There's a novel idea. Let's put calendars on digital devices, such as phones and laptops. Uh, so it would have been the twenty fourth through the twenty eighth. If you start so on it would Wednesday. have been a, yeah, yeah. And depending so on when this episode are, comes out, it, this episode could actually come out during that Tree Fort weekend, which would be fortuitous that we'd be talking about it. I would. So this is coming out right when Tree Fort should have happened, I but people could listen team. to this in June. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I miss like I. I miss everything about Tree Fort. The poutine at Bitter Creek Ale House, the music, the the people, the yeah, I was exhaustion when you slump into the couch and the music and the community and all this stuff. And I'm like, I miss the food. And and the coffee. Oh, the copious amounts of Bitter Creek Ale House coffee that we would consume. Uh, we'll get our IV drip going on that soon. But the the people, the the exhaustion that mm-hmm. we feel when we slump into the couch in the press lounge only to look at the schedule and realize, oh, this starts in four minutes on the other side of downtown. Let's go. <laughs> Get up, run down the stairs and out the door and try and make it nine blocks. Well, I mean, you know, we can recreate that exhaustion anytime we want. I my, I mean, honestly, based on doing yard work and hanging out with people yesterday, my feet feel like I've been to Tree Fort already. <laughs> there you go. And it, it, you were cleaning up in the yard from trees. So if there you just you add fort to the end of that, you had your own mini Tree Fort. But no, a tree fort is, as far as I know, still happening in September in downtown yeah, Boise. September 21st of September. No, no, I just got that out of my head. Why'd you have to? Okay, explain to those at home why you're no. singing that. 
because it's an, it's a great song and it fit with it's fit with your September talk. Do we really <laughs> need to even... get okay? So, you introduced me to a video online. Yeah. Uh, bef- before we start recording and uh, putting out all of our lyrical stylings for everyone to enjoy, we'll catch up. Uh, Greg will tell me all about his family and his job, and I will pretend to listen, and then. <laughs> Then we move on to talking about, uh, usually we'll we'll talk about some kind of TV show that we're all enjoying. Greg just finished season one of Westworld and was amazed by all of the fantastic writing and twists and turns that the, that the show took. Robots. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm trying, I don't even remember how we got on the subject, but I was talking about the Amber Ruffin show and one of the writers, Demi, whose last name if I try to pronounce it, I'm going to upset so many people. <laughs> However, he puts out these amazing videos every year on September 21st, and they're about a minute long, and it's him dancing to Earth, Wind, and Fire's September on Do the 21st, 21st of September, and every year the video is amazing, and he just keeps raising the bar every year. We got through the first two years, and I can't wait for Greg to experience uh, 2018 through 2020 because it robots. just gets better every year there are no robots in his videos at least as far robots. as i know he could be he a robot. could be i don't know the hosts look really human-like that's all i'm saying they do in the future in the future time travel that's apparently we're doing time travel is is the uh the idea that is going to probably not be shaken throughout this entire episode but that's I just, kind of I, I, I caught a, I caught a thread I I found a thread pull on our first track and I just kept weaving it through the rest of them. So you're gonna you're gonna hold on to that I'm thread ready, while he walks man. away and destroy I'm the sweater. Ready. What? Oh. Well then then <laughs> tell us all about. Wait, no, I need to tell you all about time travel. This 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 first song is time traveling time traveling time time keep timekeeper off the Bang. LP timekeeper. Out Aztec Records came out March 19th. I'm talking about Zenith Volt's supercomputer. brought up time traveling with this is because timekeeper and I'm, I'm going to talk about the whole lp here for a quick second because it blends this 80s vibe with an ever future presence wrap your head around that concept for a second somewhere between like the greatest moments of those neon colored dance floors and f-zero mm, to F-Zero. to some it, it may border okay the 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 lp it may border 
unfrustrating for some because Xenovolt tries to dabble in so much 80s, it's hard to pin down. Uh, there was actually a conversation uh, while I was listening to this of, of if you're going to do the 80s, maybe try and pick one sound from the 80s. But then at the same time, I'm going, let's let's not. Let's just explore what's going on. Because this is the perfect sound for driving around as the weather's warming up and the windows rolled down. And the song Supercomputer from Timekeeper, again, out March 19th, Aztec Records. It hits heavy with those fuzzy beats, that writing synth. But if you listen closely, it's simultaneously past and future in a very interesting way it's it's like audible tupperware clay Ooh. <laughs> i do like to keep my music fresh it is simultaneously like i said past and and future did you get that same sentiment out of this or am i just uh doing what greg normally does and losing his mind you really want me to answer that no of course not. <laughs> of course not i mean he uh, mr volt comes out immediately and says that his uh, his idea for the the timekeeper ep and i promise we'll get back to supercomputer here at some point is that he was inspired by the thought that at this very moment in time right now greg right now at this moment in time our Currently. heels are stepping out of a past to be left forever in exchange for an unwritten future presently so currently presently you never step into the same river twice what is the sound of one hand clapping because the river is constantly moving. It's never the same water that's passing by. And even the rocks are different as they are worn over by time. So even if you step into the same spot a minute later, it is not the same river it was a minute ago. Stay tuned for more deep thoughts from Clay. <laughs> so back to Supercomputer. I, I don't know. I never got the sense that there was uh, that he threw too that he threw too much 80s at this song. Not the it, song. Okay. It's it's that it it the variations of eighties throughout Timekeeper are arranging. Okay. Like there's moments of going, wait, okay, Prince, wait, what? Okay, and then there's another eighties, and then there's an almost like, wait, was that Tears for Fears? Like, is that the cure? Like, there's these moments of eighties within Timekeeper, and I know I'm I'm getting completely off track because we we're talking about the track Supercomputer here, but I bring it all full circle so that you understand that what you hear in Supercomputer expands greatly on this LP. And that's why it's worthwhile to go listen to this whole thing. But Supercomputer, I, I specifically chose this track for a very important reason that we'll get to, but it is that that just range of 80s. So, but Supercomputer, because you had brought it up, what do you what do you hear in the Supercomputer Never Two Same Rivers at Once song? It's never the same computer the second time you turn it on. What what struck me on on this song was just that kind of I don't know if you want to call it like that 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 Casio demo type of percussion like everything about this song is that is that digital um, the only thing that's analog is him living in an analog daydream as he puts it in the chorus that is like, that what he says you tell me Mister excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> No, all I'm saying is if you could pick up on any other lyrics other than I'm stuck in an analog daydream, uh, I'd be surprised. Supercomputer, digital memory. <laughs> Got to get the second half, Greg. You can't start with one and not have the other. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to the lyrics here in a minute. But yes, you're talking about the analog. The only thing analog about it. Okay. Everything else digitalized. I'm trying to compare it to something. Help me out here. What What band do you hear? when you hear this song, if you're trying to think of something 
if if you're going to go, hey, this is this is a homage to the '80s. This this isn't the Prince track. This isn't the Dexys Midnight Riders track. Like, <laughs> like which which one is it? Who it's is Twisted it? Sister? No, it's I. So that that's that's difficult. I mean, if anything, there may be like hints of a Depeche Mode styling mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that. kind of where my mind went. There were there were moments of that Tears for Fearsian, yeah, angrier sense, new but order, angrier. There you go. I but it it felt like this is. I couldn't shake the F zero vibe of this. Like it, it just it it glows. The, it, it the song like glows with this, neon. It feels like it should be the startup music for F zero. It should, and and it's like got these bright lights, these flashing, vibrant colors, and everything's like. Remember in the eighties how they thought that the future would look, and we're here, and we're arguing over face masks rather than having flying cars. Like they didn't see this at all coming. Yeah, but Hover, it's it, what are the actually 80s, rolling, actually roll, not hover. Right. The 80s thought it was going to be something different. The supercomputer and kind of the timekeeper, the same sense, has it's it's cherishing that thought in a way that's still looking to the future. Like this could still happen in a way. So that that that's why I get this like F zero vibe. I can't really pinpoint this. Yes, this is not the Prince track. This is not the Cure track. But maybe maybe that that New Order, maybe that Tears for Fears, I guess, is is the attachment and, and, on this one. Yeah. And by the way, I know I misspoke. It's Dexy's Midnight Runners not writers so come on I'm, for, I'm, I'm i'm 41 what do you what do you want from me this is the age where you start miss, miss i want you to get things right okay all right well that's why i went back and get it myself. right or pay the price What I feel like the song does really, really well is the uh, what you talk about. Like there are songs that are able to invoke the imagery. Like you talk about the F zero type. You see a sixteen bit startup whenever this whenever this goes on. But the only way I feel like you can actually describe this song is it's drenched in neon, and it's such a weird thing to say about yes. music to say that it's that that music is a color, but. You you hear colors when you hear this song, and it's this it, yeah like this late eighties neon 
<laughs> neon sunglass wearing hypercolor t-shirt fanny pack type of sound that it is just it sounds very 2021 but it's also a digital outpost to 1989 if you if that's that's a really good point because if you need like a more direct idea of what this song does look at the cover of simulation theory by muse Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that could just as easily be the 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 cover to the to supercomputer, and it's interesting that you you talk about how the song creates color, and it's and to me it it is that it's, but that that was so much the eighties. I mean, if and I, I said I was going to touch on it, but if you're focused too heavily on the track, you're going to cling to the repetition of I'm stuck in an analog daydream. You're basically going to be asking yourself like, why is that essentially? or ostensibly that really the only lyrics that you're going to get out of this. There's, there's other lyrics, but that's the one that's going to get stuck in your head. And maybe you'll remark at how, you know, that is almost the only lyrics in the song. You may scoff, but then when you're not paying attention because you're singing, I'm stuck in an analog daydream, you're going to fall in love with this track, like some mauve and teal combination with wall to wall carpeting and all things eighties glory. I mean, it's, it's, you just get sucked into this, sense but it's it's not and this is this is the thing that really almost broke my brain is that it's not just throwback it's also looking forward in a really cool way and maybe it is that heels in the 80s looking to what the future might be so that maybe as we've been talking about this everything that we're referencing is some subconscious development that supercomputer had put into our brain we're being run by supercomputers oh my god Robots. Back to center, Greg. <laughs> Sorry. I, I agree fully. You've got this you've got this heavy driving percussive beat that goes throughout the song. I mean like this thing is just it's it's aggressive. But then once you get towards the end of the song and it all the percussion goes away and it's just kind of like light synth and yes, he's repeating the same lyric over and over again, but it has a completely different feel and it feels more current just just from the the amount of filters that are on on his voice. So it feels like it's, yes, this really heavy review of 1989, but then once that switch gets flipped, it then moves into into the current era. Fair enough. So pop the top on your T-top Firebird, throw on your members-only jacket, dive into the Hawaiian synthwave, synthwave project of Zenith Volt, check out Supercomputer, and go listen to Timekeeper, the LP which is out came out March 19th via Aztec Records. all night about his suicide how he'd kick it in the head when he was 25 speed jive 
don't want to stay alive when you're 25. Oh man, I need TV when I got T-Rex. I'm sorry, Clay, go ahead and introduce the next track for us. What are you doing over there? Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I, you're I, Googling what I just I said. I need to... TV when I have T-Rex. Mot the hoople. Oh. You caught it too. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only person. No, if you don't hear this, come on. <laughs> it's not my Wake open... up, sheeple. Greg, I'm going to ride on the theme of our friend Zenith Volt about stepping out of the past and into an unwritten future. And I think it's important that that we approach this next track with an open mind, with no ties to the past. We'll get to part of that past, but for, for right now, I'm going to talk about the immediate past. Yes, I am a fan of the band Pains at Being Pure at Heart, but I'm not going to let that color my experience with former lead singer Kip Berman's new project, The Natural, and his track, Sun Blisters. Sunblisters features a rich and joyous folk sound with twinges of classic southern rock. As he moved from Brooklyn to Princeton and raised a family, Berman serves up a throaty interpretation of the post-Dylan breaking out the electric guitar era of folk. I mean, it's got a great st storytelling and lyrical imagery, and the arrangement is charged with emotional honesty and a great family feeling. And what sounds like an electric Rickenbacker paired with organ playing makes this sound so, well... It's so natural. Oh. Okay, Greg, there... bring us to Mott the Hoople. <laughs> okay, I'll, here's here's the thing. When you hit play on the on Sun Blisters, I cannot shake this like Ian Hunter fronting Oasis style sound that comes out of the very beginning. That lasts for all of maybe maybe 26 seconds because the the debut solo solo album from Kip Berman, as you pointed out, the former frontman of the Pains of Being Pure at Heart. Uh, it's titled I Tethers. said we weren't going to talk about that again. I, I'm dropping it. I'm just dropping the fact that he's got Tethers out April 2nd, 2021. It's his debut solo album. And there, you can't shake that initial Mott the Hoople vibe. The moment that you hit play. And I personally, I, I don't know if there's any validity to this. I personally like to think that that is just merely an ode by Berman to say the glory of the sound because it's very short lived for the sake of the track, but it's so prominent that it's, it has, it has to be intentional here. I mean, there's that Ian Hunter esque kind of even initial delivery is, yeah. is just so unshakable. 
But the song, which it, as as it's put, examines attention the tensions, excuse me, between knowing there's a certain freedom in in being a mess up, replace the expletive there, while also reckoning with the emotional consequences of forever living on the margins. And it's, I mean, on the whole, Sun Blisters to me really feels almost more like I wish I knew what I knew now when I was younger sort of sentiment vibe. So now you're going to go go the faces. We're moving on well, from not, to the not directly in the the audible sense, but in just the narrative. It's such a reflective, like there, there's a freedom that we all feel when we're young and nothing's going to stop me. I'm not working in an office, man, kind of sense. But then we all get those cubicle jobs and we all fall in line and you do it. And, and you get a it's family, not, things change. Yeah. Yeah. Reality just but it, comes. you're not any worse for it. Mm hmm. You're not, and and there's. Well, I think that's where I went with that emotional honesty thing. Is just like yeah, and you're absolutely right. It's it sounds like a lot of these songs that he wrote uh, were basically got the kids down for bed, and then it's like, well, I'm a I'm a music writer. Um, as he put it, he was at a crossroads after leaving his former band, and like what kind of sound he goes with, and it was just started kind of writing and came up with as he I think he he kind of phrases it as is like this broken folk sound and you know you're trying to pick up all these pieces and and create and create something so yeah you exactly you sometimes those are the pieces that you pick up Springsteen had glory days. Faces had, you know, wish I knew what I knew now. Um, you mean ooh la la? Dear old granddad. Ooh la la. The granddad song. Uh, and and there's such a sense to this. And, and I don't think that, that Kip Berman was really swinging for the fences with that kind of profound reflection. Well, he didn't have time. When he, they, they recorded this out over like seven days. So. Right. And I think that that honesty, I think that 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 tight window of recording just bled into this honesty that, that came through and you had pointed it out as well. Just the elements of the songs beyond the lyrical reflectiveness that is sun blisters, the, the other, the instrument elements of this, that there's a sauntering elegance kind of throughout that starts with that aforementioned Mott the Hoople nod, but it, it, Ultimately, it's played against the organ, and then there's that sparse piano that comes in as well. I mean, it it's it's playing to a sound much larger than most would attempt on a debut solo record. Granted, yes, he has a wealth of experience and success uh, with the pains of being pure at heart. Sorry, I brought it up again. But the strike two, <laughs> strike two, third one. This is all over. The the it's just that the way that you could almost separate 
the track from the lyrics and the instruments and still have two solid, solid impressions on both sides to me was just a masterful stroke. And then because it was, it was recorded in such a tight window, it just, it almost clicked maybe unintentionally profound, but it it just clicked in such a way that, that carries that raw honesty and makes it not be overproduced and what could have been dangerously detrimental to a fantastic track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to another show recently and they were talking about bands that sound like they're from an era and, or sound like they're from somewhere, but not. And wow, that was super deep. The The example that they used was like Creedence Clearwater Revival and how they were at basically an LA band, but they, they sounded more like a Louisiana band than most Louisiana bands did. Like they just kind of, they invoked that sound. Born on the bayous of Los Angeles. That's right. (laughs) The La Brea Bayou. Um, (laughs) Don't go boating in it. There aren't, there ain't no crawfish there. More likely to get stuck trying to find some dinosaur bones. Anyway. So, I mean, I already know I kind of touched on it, but just the the ability of somebody who, like, in Brooklyn, you know, now in Princeton, to kind of create this throwback, you know, Southern Rock, like, I said the word Southern Rock sound again, but it's just because, like, I mean, maybe it's just the, the organ coupled with the guitar, but just his ability to displace his geography through this music is just it's wonderful to me, and I, I I really enjoy everything that the that that natural is doing with this track, and and all, honestly also the the other tracks that are on Tether. So please go check out Sun Blisters, go grab Tethers, which will be out on April second on Kamein Records. Go listen. Opening the episode talking about Tree Fort was really just kind of, I guess, unintentional uh, in the sense of who we're about to talk about next, who we are going to talk about next. In whom we, that, whom we have talked about next. It, let's be honest. It's only fair that, I mean, we've talked about these guys at length or they've popped up as comments throughout. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Throughout episodes of the mixtape. Um, one, because we uh, absolutely appreciate the hell out of their sound. Um, and two, because their sound just evokes such great memories for us. And it it is kind of uh, one of the easiest references for musical discovery that we have 
that we saw live together um, while we're, I don't know, a couple thousand miles apart in this great land of the United States. Um, so it's rare that we get to see music together. We get to about once a year see music live together. And this was one of the bands that we got to see. And the next track we're going to be talking about is from New Madrid. And the song is Queen for a Day. Queen for a day, twisted delusions of gained out mania coming through in black and white. Not clear cut, six 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 fifth avenue, a midnight run. It's been five years since the last New Madrid record. Five years. A lot's happened in five years. Their self-titled album is in the pipeline and set to be released. Queen for a Day is a single which came off of that. And when I first started to, to listen to Queen for a Day, I thought, wow, New Madrid has taken a seemingly simple sound and changed the way that they are putting music together. Uh, that lasted maybe, I don't know, 22 seconds before it twists into the distorted reality and of poetic prose and an absolute brilliance that is the New Madrid sound and the fuzzy guitars, that grinding sound, that, that I mean, that, that fuzzed out arc just launches into McGill's vocals and drives home just that reminiscent warmth that fans of New Madrid will certainly appreciate and there's a whole new sound here with this track that gives us something new to uh, to enjoy webster's dictionary defines music as <laughs> help me out here Clint. <laughs> to be honest when i first put this on like i wasn't even paying like i'm like okay greg put music on the, on on our list to review and to and to add tracks to the mixtape and i i kind of put it on and i was had it on the background while I was doing some other stuff. And my first time going through it, didn't even know it was New Madrid, honestly. Uh, really? I, I just, yeah. I, I, I feel like based on kind of what we've experienced with this band, whether that was time traveling through the bouquet at in Boise to listening to that debut album, Sun Swimmer, and just kind of that psych rock tripping through time element of it with just how tight and compact this song was. And I'm not even talking from the standpoint of the, like it clocks in at like just over two minutes and ends yeah, as, barely and over two ends minutes. more abruptly than it starts. But it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's audibly compact and yes, like Phil McGill's vocals are very familiar once you kind of get into, into listening to it and you understand what's happening, but like gone is the drifting and it's, it's just like almost like a southwestern desert rock type of finger picking tempo like tempoed track about instead instead of being spacey it lends itself to a level of aggressiveness that i feel like couples really well with the theme of the song i mean look at the sub subject matter of this and it's this you know it's talking about being stuck on your on your phone screen and just you know uh 
as, as he puts as he puts in the song, for me, it makes me think about the power behind looking for all the answers of the universe by just sliding around your phone screen and the the levels of the levels of layers in this of you know this the dependency upon this device that we have in our pockets and you know our our slaves to the robots as we get back into robots into, into Craig's Westworld experience and you know just it's it's talking about being informed yet also manipulated and there's so much psychic energy that that goes into the, the the thoughts that we have around this subject matter and people, you know, approach it from very different sides. It's helpful. It's hurtful. It's harming our kids. It's the future. Just let them deal with it. Like there's, there's a lot of aggressive thought and politics around this subject. And I feel like that is on full display in just two minutes here. brought it up a couple of times but the the track is just barely over two minutes long and i don't want to diminish the hard work that these guys put into making their music but phil mcgill graham powers ben hackett alex woolley these guys it's about as tight of a sound as you can find with as distorted fuzzed out chaotic as they've sounded throughout their various releases these guys are incredibly tight with their sound and it just creates this I was almost gonna say like this globulous kind of existence of a sound, but I don't want to. I don't want to imagine New Madrid as some floating blob. But it's, to be honest, I mean, just I I almost jumped up and down when I heard that New Madrid was going to release new music. I mean, like I said, it's been five years since their last record, and all too often with bands, it doesn't matter what level they're at, they will just sometimes just disappear off the radar and you can't help but go back and want to listen to them and experience their sound. But to be honest, even though we're barely over two minutes, I'll take two minutes of New Madrid over 10 minutes of most. And Queen for a Day is a perfect example of why. If you've listened to us talk at all over the last uh, year of us doing this mixtape, this is one of the bands that comes up more than... 90% of what we talk about. And there's a reason for it. And this song is just another, I almost just said uh notch on the bedpost, but I don't want that to be the case. Uh, that's <laughs> eh. um, globulous notches on bedposts. Yeah. This song is just yet another example of what makes this band so special. And it's not just special to us. Like I don't want to make this about us and our ex- experience with Seeing these guys play live, uh, not once, not twice, but thrice at Tree Fort. Uh, it's, it's just, this is this is one of those, go listen to the band. So go listen to Queen for a Day. Wait for their new album to come out. And in the, you know, while you're waiting patiently for said new album, go check out Sun Swimmer. Go check out Magnet King, Mag- Magnet Queen. Just go check out this band. Eat your heart out. What does it even mean? 
keeping with our time travel theme, we close out this week on an ambient and ethereal trip through time and space, Greg. Take your phone booth, your mag boots, or your out-of-body experience and drift away on Max Foreman's single, Open Eyes. The blinds are drawn half high To keep out half the light And block out half the sun From opening your eyes This song does so much to you all at once. You, you start out by becoming untethered from reality with Foreman's soaking tenor and the ambient keys that, that he's putting on to then being buffeted by waves of sound. And then the analog drums and the oh-so-subtle guitars weave a complex sonic tapestry. Tapestry? <laughs> Texas. <laughs> My Foreman! <laughs> the analog drugs... <laughs> Analog drugs. Okay, now we're... Uh... <laughs> and then he marches into the sea, to the sea, to the sea. With rocks in my pockets and I soak, sink, sink, sink down. To the sea. To the sea, Greg. To the sea. The analog drums and the oh-so-subtle guitars weave a complex sonic tapestry that can induce trance-like states. The ups and downs of open eyes are meditative, contemplative, and freeing all at once. That's now, a lot to soak in. Now tell me why you wanted this song. <laughs> well, this was your pick. So this was no, this, this was, was a mutual pick. You're, you're just like, I really hope he picks this one, and I didn't. So then I felt guilty. So I no, had it I, this week. That's what I do. I guilt people into picking music and listening to Nanobot mixtape, where you can discover local and independent music from around the world. Keep supporting I, local and independent music. And that's that's for later. It's just stop. They, <laughs> I so this was pitched as a classic work of pop surrealism, and I don't think it could be put any better. So I'm going to steal the work and the line from the PR company that pitched this to us because, frankly, that that's a perfect way to say or to describe what Open Eyes is by Max Foreman. I listened to Open Eyes at least several dozen times in the weeks leading up to the EP, the debut EP, Underground, which dropped March 5th. And I end up through today, honestly, I've, I've listened to it so many times. And from the very beginning, I was absolutely in awe of this song. But only recently did I pick up on the subtle changes that occur in the three and a half minutes that is open eyes. It begins with the pulsating beat and synth almost to the point where, and, and this needs to come with like a health warning. If you're listening to this song with headphones on and the volume's too high, you're probably going to get a headache with that that pulsating synth that comes out yeah, early that, on. Yeah, those, those sonic waves that I was talking about that just kind of just yeah. smash into you. I was going to say they were walls when I first started going through this, but I'm like, they're, they're kind of like tiny walls. But yeah, they still kind of just, they can really 
hit you in the eardrum just right if you if you got the levels wrong. Yeah, if you have any sort of like sinus issues and you're you're having issues with your balance, don't listen to this song with headphones on. It'll it'll totally screw you up. But listen but, to the song, please. But, but but listen to the song, please. You, you absolutely need to listen to the song because by the end it becomes this like plucking acoustic piece that realizes itself and settles into an almost beautiful simplicity and classic work of pop surrealism really describes just that because it it does feel very surreal but then it has this very anchored very rooted wherewithal and it shows itself and that that wave that womp 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 sound at the beginning it it's it just ebbs back out and it it i just it, it was like a whole new discovery in listening to this track which is another reason why i was just adamant we need to throw this on there because if you really pick it apart there's just so much to this that it's like a little puzzle that shows you the center of the maze because apparently we're just on westworld references but it's it, it is this this revealing imagery that comes to fruition by the end of open eyes that is just expertly done by max foreman backwards in sequences oblique when every future moment is in hide and seek the nature of uncertainty was always such a bore but waiting in the present isn't any We've talked a lot this week about moving, out, stepping out of the past, being in the future, all of that. And but I, I feel like this song is so deeply rooted in being present, and the, like you have to be present to listen to this song. It's there's like like you said, there's just so much there to pick up on that if you are if you're thinking about the past or you're thinking about the future, you're not going to appreciate what's right there in front of you. And I mean that's really honestly all I've got there. So I'm going to I'm going to just say that Greg take us home. <laughs> well, it, it it being present is that that's a very important piece to understanding or well really to appreciate. It. I mean you could listen to open eyes but be present when you're listening to it and you'll appreciate it even more. Uh, Foreman's formulaic approach to open eyes and underground his debut EP it becomes almost meditative, like a, a meditative reflection posed against the mirror of oneself, if that makes any sense at all. It does and there's me. a line in here that it, then it works for me. And there's a line in here that I'm going to leave this with. And it's the nature of uncertainty was always such a bore, but waiting in the present isn't anymore. Go listen to Open Eyes and check out the debut EP Underground, which dropped March 5th and check out Max Foreman.
appreciate you spending your time with us this week and discovering new music. As always, keep listening to local independent music, keep supporting local and independent music, and we will see you next time on the Nanobot Rock Mixtape. Clay! You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Nanobot Rock. Find us at nanobotrock.com. Email us at info at nanobotrock. Send us your submissions to said email, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm sure we'll get it somehow. Send it by Carrier Pigeon. We don't care. We love music either way. So please, share and share alike. Big hands, I know you're the one. When I'm walking, I strut one, stuff. One since you left me, and two, two, two for my family, and three, three, three for my heart again. Four, four, four for my head again. Five, five, five for my lonely, and six, six, six for my sorrow, and seven, seven, no, 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 tomorrow, and eight, eight. I forgot what eight was for. Nine, nine, nine for a lost cause, and ten, 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 ten. ten. If